Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and welcome to the Competitive Hedge Podcast. I am your host, Kenneth Cotterell, and this new morning show is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk everything from the daily news dump to games to keep an eye on, and we cap it all off with our three-team parlay. Feel free to comment as we wade through the waters of today's episode, and I'll answer any questions that you have as we go. So, before we get into today's episode, we like to do a daily shout out. Um, not necessarily a player shout out, but it's a player shout out. And it goes out to the Montreal Canadiens. This one's a little bit of a troll, I'll be 100% honest, but it takes a special group to get to the Stanley Cup finals. And, and that group was the Montreal Canadiens last year before uh, they ended up losing to the Tampa Bay Lightning. It takes an extra special group to then secure the best draft lottery odds the following season because they officially clinched the best odds, being the worst team in the NHL just one year later. Not even a ton of changes to this roster outside of Price missing the year, but this team was brutal all year long. Shout out for the ugly plus two and a half lines that we had to look at or even plus one and a half spreads that we had to look at all year long. You know, Cole Caulfield, he played well. Uh, Nick Suzuki did as well. They got a couple of good young guys there, but boy, that that was some ugly betting lines to look at all year long. And so we thank you, Montreal, for always making us second guess how bad you truly were uh, as we bet the NHL slate this year. So our episode today is sponsored by Bet99. For all of our Canadian listeners, Bet99 offers you a sports welcome offer when you join today using the promo code SHOOTERS. Bet99 will match your deposit 100% up to $600. So head over to Bet99 today to make your bets. Use the bets that we talked about on today's show, and let's win some money. So let's talk about yesterday's bets for a second. Liverpool, the halftime full-time did not hit, unfortunately. Liverpool had 67% of the possession in the first half, still weren't able to break through in the first half. They added a couple in the second to win 2 nothing. Neither of those came from Mo Sally either, so we missed out on the player prop as well. We tried to get a little bit cute with it, <clears throat> with that halftime full-time. You know, we'll learn from it and move on. Uh, the White Sox juice line, that one hit, um, which is the fourth straight juiced line winner uh, that we've had. Bucks covered their spread against the Bulls, and the Warriors did not. Uh, Warriors did end up winning, but they couldn't cover that minus eight and a half. So tough day yesterday, only, only the one winner, but that's coming off of the parlay hit from the day prior. Then the hedge lay that we sent out on social media, I uh, showed it to Eric. He had the Bucks and Bulls under. That one was very tight to the very end, but he was able to pull that one out. 
The Rangers, they ended up losing to the Astros 4-3, to so unfortunately Walker's missed. And then the Warriors team total, that one missed by quite a bit. That was 117.5. They finished at 102, so tough one for those bets. But let's head over and talk about the daily news dump. Let's start with that Milwaukee and Chicago game. Uh, Milwaukee was minus 12.5 heading in. The over-under was 217.5. But the Bucks went under, but still covered 116 to 100. Chicago had 19, 16, and 6 from Vucevic. Uh, Williams had 23. DeRozan finished with just 11 and 7. So a tough day for uh, DeRozan overall. This is going to be a tough offseason for Chicago, and it's all going to be centered around Zach Levine because he's a free agent. They've also got Vucevic coming up next year, so they're going to have to determine what they want to do with him as well. Uh, this is... This is a good group. It's not a great group for Chicago. So we'll see if they want to bring back Levine, whether Levine's even interested. Maybe he thinks that they've peaked where they're at and he wants to go elsewhere. Uh, But we'll have to wait and see. On the Milwaukee side, they head on. They take on Boston. Giannis with 33-9 and yesterday, another great performance. He got 20 from Connaughton, uh, 13 from Allen off the bench. So they're getting some bench production. You got Bobby Portis with another 14-17 and night. So he had another good night as well. And then you have Brooke Lopez with 12 and Drew Holiday with 10. All-around team effort. Uh, Milwaukee closes this one out in five. If you looked at the article that I wrote on offtheballnetwork.com, I had Milwaukee winning this series in five, which they were ultimately able to do. So I hope you cashed with us on the exact series bet at plus 175. Second one that we're talking about is the Golden State Denver game. Golden State was minus eight and a half heading in. Uh, they only won 102 to 98, but it was a comeback victory and it was a fun game all around. You know, you had Aaron Gordon and Draymond Green getting a little bit chippy early on. Uh, but the Warriors and Nuggets traded blows all night long. The Warriors won the fourth, though, 32 to 20 to clinch this series in five. Steph finished with 35 and five. Clay and Peyton both had 15. Wiggins with 12. Not a great Jordan Poole night once again, or even Draymond Green on the offensive side. He played well defensively, but Golden State moves on now. Uh, They'll be taking on the winner of that. Who do they take on? Golden State takes on the winner of the Memphis and Minnesota series. Uh, But then on the Denver side, Jokic, he finished with 30-19-8. Another masterclass from him in this playoffs. My MVP. I... Aaron Gordon with 15, Barton with 14, Morris with 14. It just wasn't enough. He didn't have that second guy alongside him on this run, unfortunately. So he goes down to a very deep Golden State team in five games. Let's see what happens with Denver next year. Um, Hopefully get Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. back at 100%. They poured a lot of money into both of those guys. So if they're not at 100%, we could see a tough year in Denver. Number three, we had... The other Champions League semifinal, we had Liverpool and Villarreal. Uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier. Liverpool, ton of possession, two, 12 shots in the first half, no goals. They made a change at halftime. They got an own goal in the 53rd, and then they got Mane, uh, their second goal in the 55th minute to make it 2 to nothing. That's how it finished. Uh, so if you took the under yesterday, under three was minus 137. That would have hit for you. 
But they now head to Spain next week for the second leg. Can Villarreal come back? Uh, I think people have felt like this has been a crash course for Manchester City and Liverpool, the two best teams in Europe, to face off in the final. But we'll see if either of these Spanish clubs can make a difference when they play at home. And number four, we had the Dallas Stars. They claim the final playoff spot. Shout out to buddy of mine, Daryl Day, big Dallas Stars fan. They get back into the postseason once again. Uh, they lost 4-3 to three in overtime, but that's all that they needed. They needed one point from their last two games, and they needed Vegas to sli- or Vegas to slip up somewhere. They got both. They got a point for themselves. Losing to the Arizona Coyotes, not a great loss, but nonetheless, they got the point they needed. And then Vegas lost in a shootout uh, to Chicago. That all but clinches their playoffs. This means that they... Vegas had Vegas at minus 1600 to make the playoffs this year and they missed out. So if anybody bet against the Vegas Golden Knights, I don't know anyone who would have, but if you did, you probably had a very nice payday waking up today. So with that, the NFL draft is tonight as well. We're just going to run through a couple prop bets that you can look at. Uh, All these lines come from Bet99, our great betting sponsors promo code shooters at signup. So first overall pick Trayvon Walker is minus 295. If you have faith that they're going to go with Hutchinson instead at plus 310, that's one to keep an eye on. Hutchinson has better odds to go second at minus 159. If you parlay Walker and Hutchinson to go one, two, that's plus 116. If you're locked into both of those guys going there. So that's one to keep an eye on. Now, the QB situation, this is this we know that it's not a great quarterback draft. There's a lot of talent elsewhere, but it is over under two and a half QBs in the first round. I like the under here at plus 160. Willis and Pickett seem to be the consensus one, two, however you have them going. Whether it's Desmond Ritter sneaks into the first round or Matt Corral does. I'm not sure if any of these teams late in the draft are really going to want to use their first rounder on a quarterback, which is where they would be at that time. So I'm going to take the under at plus 160 is one of my prop bets. First QB drafted is Willis at minus 189 and Pickett is plus 100. I might sprinkle a little bit on Pickett just to see if he ends up being the first QB off the board. Now, let's talk about games. The draft is fun and all. I know that it's a national holiday for a lot of people, but for me, it's definitely not. Let's take a look at the game lines to monitor. Seattle taking on Tampa Bay. Uh, checked last night. Mariners currently have Chris Flexen slated. He's 1-2, 17 innings pitched, 11 Ks. Mariners have won 8 of their last 10. I just want to see who the they decide to ultimately roll out on that Tampa Bay side of things. Um, once we figure that out, um, then we will definitely have to see where the line goes. Jeffrey Springs probably going to end up going for him. Uh, he's got seven innings pitched and nine Ks. I'm not a big fan of his, but Tampa is at home. They still might be favored just to, just because they are at home and they're a quality baseball team. But uh, I don't love it if it does end up being Springs going. Then we got Miami and Washington in baseball as well. Two pitchers that are 0-3 coming in, Trevor Rogers who's projected to be better than he has been. Uh, And then Patrick Corbin, who a couple years ago was a strikeout machine. He's since faded a little bit. But I just want to see what the line is closer to that 1 p.m. Eastern time start. I like the Marlins. I like Rodgers to finally get his first win. 
but I want to wait and see where that line is at. And then lastly, let's talk about the Toronto and Philadelphia game. This is a big one up here in Canada. Uh, no Thibel, we know that. He's not playing once again due to the vaccine. But Fred Van Vliet is a game-time decision with his hip issue. I still don't know if he's going to go, but if he does, Toronto's got all the momentum. They're heading back. It's 3-2, to two, but they've won the last two. So Sixers are still minus 1.5, but everyone is on Toronto to send it to 7. I want to wait and see if Fred Van Vliet plays. I think if he does, they win. If he doesn't, then I'm going to definitely look at that Philadelphia line at minus one and a half. Now, let's talk about big games on the slate. These are the ones that you may not bet, but you definitely want to tune into today. Uh, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but you want to tune into the Pittsburgh Pirates today. Uh, they're taking on the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, we're projected to see Freddie Peralta go for Milwaukee. Uh, he's 0-1 on the year. He's got 12 innings pitch with 16 Ks. He's also got a 7.5 ERA, so let's see if he can pitch a gem today against this relatively weak Pirates batting order. Um, Pittsburgh with Jose Quinta, uh, 14 innings pitched, 8 Ks. He's got a 3.86 ERA. Uh, both teams average the same amount of runs at 3.8. Uh, the Brewers are looking to sweep this series, though. Uh, this would be huge for them. Uh, as they are first in the NL Central as of today. And they won 3-1 to one yesterday in this matchup. So uh, definitely a game that you want to keep an eye on. The over-under is 7.5. I might be looking at the over in that game. Then if you're, look, if you're a footy fan, you got two great games today. Uh, you got West Ham taking on Eintracht Frankfurt. Uh, West Ham's minus 110 today. Uh, this is a close line. I feel like people feel this is a toss-up. West Ham's been relatively good in the EPL this year, uh, but have gone on a great Europa League run. Frankfurt, they are plus 285 to win today on the road, and a draw is plus 235. Uh, and then in the other semifinal, this one people view a bit more one-sided. You've got RB Leipzig taking on the Scottish team that is Rangers. Leipzig minus 150 at home. Rangers are plus 800 today. If you got faith in them pulling off an upset, then... Uh, maybe a worth a little bit of a sprinkle, just given the odds. And then NBA-wise, you got to tune into the playoffs tonight because we have the potential for three series to be closed out tonight. The first one is that Dallas and Utah game. Dallas kind of ripped their heart out in game five, uh, won very handily there. Now they have to head back to Utah for this sixth game. Can Dallas pull it out or will we be heading back to Texas for that seventh game? Then the Philadelphia and Toronto one, like we mentioned, Philly, they're up 3-2. Doc Rivers is known to blow 3-1 to series leads. That's all I've been seeing on TV over the last number of days is can Doc Rivers get it done having a big lead like this? We will have to wait and see Toronto uh, for game six. That place is going to be bumping in downtown Toronto. And then you got that Phoenix and New Orleans game. Many thought that it might be a lot closer now that Devin Booker's out. Uh, we saw reports that Booker may try and go for game six or seven. Uh, I think he's just gonna, if he was smart, he would just sit out the series. Phoenix should be able to pull things off at worst game seven, but they might even be able to do it tonight in New Orleans. So uh, let's see if that Pelicans team with CJ and Ingram can do something and extend it to a seventh game. Now let's talk about the player prop line of the day. As I said, we got a little bit cute with the Mo Salah one yesterday. This one I'm a lot more confident in. 
Uh, Joel Embiid under 27 and a half points. Since he's had this finger issue, he's been pouring in roughly 20 to 22 points. Uh, I think he's going to hover around the same. I think it's legitimately bothering him um, and it's affecting him from a scoring perspective. I still think he's good for 22 to 25 points. I just don't think he's going to be going over 30 points uh, in this game on the road against Toronto. Toronto could blow them out of the building early and Joel Embiid doesn't see a lot of court time in the fourth. If it is a close one, I think Maxi and Harden are going to pick things up more likely Maxi because we haven't seen it from Harden. But that is the player prop that I like today is that Joel Embiid under 27 and a half. So competitive lay of the day. It's our daily three-team parlay. No odds worse than minus 150. Only looking to put out winners here. We're one and two yesterday. Throwing the juice line, it made it two and two, but still not a great day overall. So let's get into it. Number one, Buffalo and Boston over six goals. Um, Fade Dustin Tokarski being in net today. I met him a couple years ago while working at a golf course in Prince Albert. This is a very rude guy, but what else is rude is his record. He's 9-11-5, giving up 3.25 goals against average. You got Allmark going for Boston. He gives up two and a half. I think Boston's good to score four goals today at worst. They might even have five or six. I think Buffalo adds a couple because they're going to be on cruise control. They might give up a couple late ones. But I think Buffalo uh, and Boston go over six goals at minus 110. Number two, 76ers money line versus Toronto. I'm going against the grain. Uh, I tweeted out that I was putting my mortgage on the Sixers. Well, my wife won't let that happen physically. If this hits, you can probably put a down payment on a mortgage of your own, this parlay. I'm taking the under on the Embiid points but I like Harris, Maxi, and Harden to do enough for them to win this game. Uh, I think there's been a lot made of this Doc Rivers situation, and I think Philadelphia is still the better team. They're going to prove it tonight. Uh, they got a little bit stunned at home, but I think they pull it off. And then the last one that I like is the Phoenix Suns versus the New Orleans Pelicans over 214. Do or die game for the Pelicans at home, and we didn't see great Ingram or CJ in the last game. They were like 22 points, 21 points, that sort of range. They're both capable of going for 30, more so Ingram. But I think Ingram scores 30-plus. CJ's going to score 25-plus. We're going to see the Pelicans score at least 105 tonight. Uh, I think closer to 110. Uh, but I see Phoenix closing it out tonight. I'm seeing 112 to 108. Uh, that would go over if that is the case. Bridges is coming off a massive offensive game. Uh, so I think it's going to be more so Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton that do it offensively. Maybe you get something from Cameron Payne off the bench, but I do like the over 214 in that game. Odds on the parlay are plus 568. I really love this parlay today, uh, looking to bounce back after a tough day yesterday. And the alt lay play, there's no rain delay, but we definitely want to put a little bit. This one isn't even necessarily juiced today. Uh, it's the Capitals taking on the Islanders. We're rolling with the Capitals money line. Uh, as I said, it's not really juiced. Uh, minus 130 today. Uh, we just like this like this game. Vanessa and Sorokin going. Uh, Capitals are on the road, but the Islanders don't have much to play for. Uh, I like the odds at minus 130 for the better hockey team. Uh, so I'm rolling with those Capitals. And so with that, as we said, it's NFL draft night. 
I, I we're associated with two different networks. If you're a blue collar media guy, definitely go and check out the butthole. Uh, they've got some great giveaways. They've got some jerseys and some other things that they're giving away live on stream tonight. Uh, I might make an appearance on there as well. We'll see uh, if I feel like trolling somebody. But then at Off the Ball Network, we're going to have one as well. Uh, shout out to Rob Cruz Island. He's going to have his NFL draft show as well. Uh, that'll be live on all social media platforms. You get to see some great personalities on there, whether it's Mo Murphy or, or Jeff Hunter, maybe Stu Brooking. Uh, the guys from Draft Capital uh, NFL over there. Uh, so definitely tune into the NFL Draft uh, if you want to and add a little bit of coin into it. There's a lot of great prop bets out there. I just listed a couple of them on Bet99. You've got a handful that you can look at, whether it's SEC players, QBs, corners, whatever it is that you want to bet. If you're sold on some guys and you want to make some coin, you can definitely do so. But as we always say, bet responsibly. Have a great day, everybody. Have a great Thursday. And we'll see you tomorrow morning for the Competitive Hedge Podcast.